What's up? We're back. Yo, we're back. It was a long, fun weekend. We're going to talk about that a little bit. It's the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. That's Big Perk. I'm G. Perk, man, Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl. Give me your takeaway, oh. man. Oh, I, I, I treated this. The bull, the Bills would have been better. I mean, just seriously, like, it was just deflating to watch because at, at no point did I think the Chiefs were going to come back. Like, once they got down at halftime, I was like, it's over. And it's a sad way because it was one of the most anticipated matchups. And I thought it was going to be a, a shootout. But but shout out to Patrick Mahomes because he left it all out on the field. You know, but shout out to Tom Brady, right? Going through going through Brett for I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Patrick Mahomes to win his first title with a new franchise at 43 was like, yeah, beyond. I, I was just happy that I, I, I'm I was there to actually witness greatness, right? So right. I could just tell my grandkids whenever I have them, if I'm still here, that I witness greatness. Like I was actually watching this on television live in the moment. I had the receipts. I got everything. You know, I'm with you. Like it felt like it. It literally felt like the first play of the game. Like it was a punch to the chin and like the Chiefs were not going to get up off the mat. Like it just felt from the jump that it was over. And that takes a lot of the the fun and excitement and suspense out of the Super Bowl. But if you took my advice and did not bet against Tom Brady and in fact bet with him, you had a nice Sunday. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know what? You was absolutely right and I was wrong. But you you know what? It was a lot of things that played a factor into that game. Yeah, the game was won in the trenches, and if anybody don't know football, it was a teaching moment for everybody on how important offensive lines and defensive lines are. There's so a reason. Game. There's a reason why yeah, shit, like it, it's super important. The shit is super important to have that because it was won in the trenches. Because it looked like you you ever played Tecmo Bowl? Hell yeah! The, 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 okay. the, the jumping high five. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So. You remember on Tecmo Bowl when you was playing against somebody and you happened to pick the right defense? It's nothing that that offense could do. It always would blow it up. That's what I was witnessing last uh, on Sunday. Like, yeah. I never saw a line just blow it up. The linebackers sideline to sideline for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, it was a complete shutout. Devin like, White. Yo, there's a reason, Perk. There's a reason why left tackles, and shout out big men, there's a reason why left tackles get paid more money than for a non-skilled player, get paid all, they get all the bag. They got to protect the quarterback, blindside. I wonder, I wonder this, right? What were, because I was thinking about this after the game, what were the odds, the numbers on betting that the Chiefs would not score a touchdown throughout the game? Oh, I have that. Nobody, according to Fandle, I actually have that. Shout out Garrett. We he sent me this this morning, and it was super intriguing. I'll pull it up for you right now. Look at this. This is uh, according to Darren Ravel, right? No better in the twelve states that Fandle operates bet on the Chiefs to score no touchdowns in Super Bowl LV. No one. What well, What was the number on it? I, I know it. It had to be ridiculous. Like whoever bet it on it would have got like super paid. Oh yeah, yo! I wonder if the baby really put 500k down on Brady because he might have put 500k down on Brady for MVP. He would have won that too. Certainly for the Bucks to win, mm. yo, you win. That's a 500k, a three point spread. It depends on what he put it on. Like he had a nice little payout. Yeah, absolutely. Not, nice little I payout. Be true though. 
Uh, yeah, we we got to see the receipts, just like we got to see the receipts that that you took the Chiefs, I took the bets. I am now two and zero in our, in our ten pack, about to be three and zero because KD's not going to get a fifty a fifty point game this month. Um, but I, before we move on to some games and some picks, we're going to do that. Tom Brady has seven rings. Bill Russell's mm. got what eleven. Michael Jordan six. Uh, is Tom Brady the goat of goats? Like, is he just like the best of the best? Is he Michael Jordan? Is the is the new goat debate not between MJ and Braun, but is it between Tom Brady and like Bill or Tom Brady no. and MJ? No, 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 no. Because it's apples and oranges, and here's why: what Tom Brady done uh, is is phenomenal. He is the goat of football. But when we start comparing it to basketball, it's a couple reasons why I just feel like. It's hard to jump in that conversation because football teams only have to win a max of four games. Sometimes if you you win your division, you get a first round bye, right? So now you only have to win three games. Well, with the NBA, you have to win 16 games to go win a title. You have to win four games in just one playoff series to advance to the next round. So I'm not knocking nothing that's going on. But then, like I said, to somebody earlier today, the difference is about like a guy like Jordan or even Braun. When they got there and won it, they finished their, their food, meaning not only did they go and win it, but they also took home the MVP every single time. Right. Tom didn't take home the MVP every single time he won it. Oh, nitpicking. All right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, here's what I took away from the game besides winning winning our bet. This is what I took away. I mean, Patrick Mahomes made one of the best plays that 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 never happened I've ever ever never seen. You know what I mean? That one where he was falling to the ground and he still was able to get it off. Dude, dude is crazy skilled. Tom Brady's the best. Don't bet against him. It's the same thing with LeBron. Here's my thing. LeBron and Tom Brady I am not betting against them this year. Not probably not even next year. I'm just not. It almost like until they retire, I'm just not going to put my money on anyone to beat those guys in the finals. Like when it, in the Super Bowl, when it counts the most, they yeah. ha- they're they're cut from a different cloth, right? Absolutely. All right. Well, speaking of some basketball, we'll get into. It. We got we got to talk about the Lakers too because they're the best team in basketball by a long shot. You say right? So, but first, let's look at some games. Right? It's Tuesday. We got a TNT doubleheader. I like this Boston Utah. The line just changed. Utah's a six point favorite up from five and a half. Um, speaking of the Celtics and the Jazz, is either one of these teams a serious finals contender? Yes or no? They both are, but this, they, they both are. Okay. But I'm going to say this the Jazz are my dark horse contender. Okay. Like if I had to, what, what are the odds right now or the numbers for the Jazz winning the title? So, Utah to win the finals plus 1400. Okay. That's the six best odds behind the Lakers plus 250, right? Nets 440. Like, Clipper, Clippers plus 500. Bucks plus seven and 76ers. See, S- same odds as the Sixers plus 1400. See, that, that's, that's not a bad bet to take because right. when you look, when you look at overall team, they have more than enough. I'm looking at, I'm looking at it and, and Mike Conley, the, like Jordan Clarkson probably is going to win six man of the year. All right? Like run, like runaway. Yeah. Yeah. But when I look at the depth, they're not lacking at the center position. They got Rudy Gobert. Then they got Derek Favors who coming in and is playing extremely well. 
You're looking at a, a two-way player who don't get enough credit in Royce O'Neal, okay? That's not a household name, but if you know, you know. Yep. And then Donovan Spider-Mitchell, he is what the hell he is, and that is a flat-out stud. I don't care what nobody say. Yes, he had that battle last year in the bubble with Jamal Murray, it was epic, but guess what? Spider has carried it over into this season. Jamal right. Murray has it, all right? right? And then you look at Bondanovich. You look at Mike Conley, who's finally born into, like, being in Utah. He's born into the culture. But then on the flip side, them motherfuckers defend. You hear me? Right. They defend at a high level. Every bucket that you get against the Utah Jazz is tough money. Now, they have slip-ups every now and then, but when you talk about a defense that's locked in, I'm going to tell you right now, Utah at home against the Celtics. Yep. I don't know the status of Jalen Brown. I know Kimball Walker is in the slump. You got to take Utah. Okay. You got to yep. take Utah. Six-point favorites. Take- yeah. Yeah, Utah. That's- yeah. Utah. Okay. Well, you're giving them their flowers. You're giving them their respect. A lot of people aren't. And by the way, a lot a lot of people I've seen don't even have Donovan Mitchell on their all-star roster in the West. See, that's a shame. Crazy, right? So they're they're definitely not getting the respect they deserve. But here, so here's an interesting thing that you asked about the at the odds. So we said they're plus 1,400 to win the finals. They're plus 650 to win the Western Conference Finals. That's the third best odds. But if you, so behind the Lakers, right, and the Clippers. But if you look at it right now in, to, to win the West, Utah is five times the odds. Like, they're not that far behind the Lakers, but they're five right. times less likely to win the, the Western Conference Finals than the Lakers. I think it's a great bet. Put a dollar on it. Put $10 on it, $100, whatever it is. You, we've been saying Utah is that, like, is our favorite put-a-dollar sleeper team in the West. They're fantastic. And I, by the way, Donovan Mitchell is on my all-star roster. It's not even funny. He's like the third or fourth person I put on mine. Absolutely. But speaking of the Lakers, as you tweeted, I believe last night, you said the Lakers have the best team in the league and it's not even close. So is it? I mean, if if you would put some money on Utah maybe to come out of the West, how far back are they of the Lakers and then and then the field? The Lakers are just far and away better than everyone else? Yeah, I mean, when you when you watch the Lakers, right, and, and and me looking at them last night without Anthony Davis, and I know they were saying, oh, it was against the Thunder, but the Thunder play hard. They make you fight for wins. The Thunder beat the Clippers. They didn't beat some quality teams. I'm just looking at how they won, like the way that they had to go get the game, the way that guys step up. And watching a guy like Wes Matthews that had four DMPs, and came in and had an effect on the game, just showed the depth. You have a veteran guy like that that could come in and impact and help you win a game after not playing for four straight games. It's unreal to me. What? There's something about the Lakers, and maybe it's being LeBron's teammate, that they just stay ready. I think of KCP. I remember the first year, and KCP is a fellow clutch uh, Rich Paul client, right? So LeBron went to bat to get him a deal with the Lakers in, in year one, right? The year they didn't win it when he when he when he beat up the Hammy. Mm-hmm. Um, KCP was like the laughing stock of the league. Everyone was on his ass. There's something to be said about like the resilience of KCP. Now the dude does not miss an open three off of LeBron's fingertips. Like, well, I mean, to, I yeah, mean, what is that? To, to be honest. To be honest, the Lakers wouldn't have won a championship without him stepping up the way that he did on the defensive and offensive end. 
last year in the postseason. Yeah. So let's be honest there. It didn't just start this season. It started last season. And once he started gaining that confidence, it just carried over to right now. Like, so let me tell you, your first year playing with LeBron, you don't understand how much pressure comes with that. Guys are not used to that, right? You have to get accustomed to that type of pressure. You have to get accustomed to the media and everything that comes with LeBron James being on your team. Once you get settled in as a role and know, okay, cool, because that's what LeBron do. He make you feel comfortable. Once you get settled in, it's all good from there. But you got to get settled in because I watched a lot of guys that just couldn't handle that pressure. Yeah, I give I give KCP all the props in the world. I would never have been able to come co- to the the basement that he that he crawled out of with everyone on his ass, beat all the pressure of being a clutch client and LeBron's teammate to now not missing three pointers and being you know one of the the major reasons reasons they're shooting so well and playing so well and winning so many games. Shout out KCP, man, that's great. And by the way, shout out Wes Matthews, like you said, battled battled through injuries. I think ACL, Achilles, maybe both. Can't can't fully remember, but I, I just know he's come a long way back and the dmp's like he just stayed ready you got to when you're lebron's teammate yeah absolutely but it's it just goes to a testament and when guys stay ready we need to we need to start giving our props okay to the coaching staff guys like jay kid phil handy that's over there that's keeping these guys ready and keeping them engaged you know yep. shout out to everybody on the team also because it's, it's guys like Jared Dudley that helps you. And when guys start saying, oh, well, what did Jared Dudley bring to the table? I guarantee you he did a great job of keeping, probably keeping uh, uh, Wes Matthews' mental together. I guarantee you that much. Yeah. Jared Dudley is going to be a great broadcaster sitting next to you on a desk at ESPN someday. Uh, but but maybe not next year because LeBron fucks with him. And that's why Jared Dudley's on that team. And by the way, Jared Dudley wrote a 42-page book. Perk, is 42 pages a book? It's a book for me. I think it's a book. I mean, it's a book for me because, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like it's almost like doing a podcast or doing a show. Like, you don't want to go max past two hours, all right? Two hours is kind of pushing it because, you know, people, although it could be great, it could be good, it could be entertaining, it's still pushing it, right? So you want to kind of get everything that you want, all the fire, all the smoke, and a great small sample size to, oh, yeah. He understands the Gen Z millennial demo, you know, 140 characters or a couple of minutes on YouTube or less. That's it. Like, just don't bore me for too long. 42 pages is a book. Respect, dud. Um, (laughs) All right, so the Lakers plus 250 to win it all, to win it all. And then, of course, we've got them, what are they? plus 110 to come out of the West. So clearly the favorites, it's going to be tough to beat them. If anyone could could do it, we'll see if the Clippers can do it, but we like Utah to, to possibly Utah. G- give them a yeah. run for their money. And definitely tonight uh, on TNT, Fandle, six-point uh, favorites in Utah. We like them. All right, let's cruise over. I like league pass games. We got one tonight. That's we got- what I like. I'm just looking at it right now. I like, you know, I like this Philly sack game and we're going to talk a little bit about the Kings Philly five point favorites um, against sack. Like, I don't know. I don't. Here's the thing with Sacramento. Sacramento beat the Nuggets and then like 22 hours later beat the Clippers on the second of a back to back. 
Sacramento's got a kid in Tyrese Halliburton that we're not talking about enough for rookie of the year. De'Aaron Fox is an all-star. I th- I don't I like the Kings to to for the upset here tonight. I, I like them. I just do. Uh, I I don't, and okay. I'm gonna tell you why. The, I look the Kings. The Kings are playing exceptional basketball, right? Yeah. But I'm looking at I'm looking at matchups, and they just don't match up with Philly. Philly is on a whole nother level right now. Like they it's 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 the Lakers, Philly, and Utah, and then it's everybody else in my opinion. Wow. And here's why. Because Philly is hanging their hats on the defensive end. And and still to this day, it's not one single person. It's two, it's two, it's two, my top two MVP candidates, okay? Yeah. On the best two teams in the league, in my opinion. That's Joel and B and LeBron James. Joel and B is dominating on both ends of the floor. And when I look at all the guys that Sacramento have. They have a guy in the, by the name of Ben Simmons that can neutralize anybody on their roster and defend. Tobias Harris. Like, the, that's one thing Philly have is that they have guards and wings that could defend. So I'm looking at them and I'm like, ah, I'm not saying it's going to be a 20-point blowout, but I do see the 76ers beating them by six points tonight. Yeah, it's, it's just a five-point spread. I just think sack with the upset. I don't know. I just think... They will stun you if you're not careful. They're better than anyone's given them credit for. Uh, I like Philly. I just don't tonight. I'm, I'm just. I just got to go sack, and I'm super excited for this game. And you, since you brought up MVP, uh, that's a good one because here are my two MVPs. I think it's LeBron and Steph, and I think there's no question. I think the drop off is so huge. Here's why: LeBron is plus two eighty for to win MVP. Your mm-hmm. guy, yeah, your guy Joel plus five fifty. Steph Curry's still way out there at plus 1,200. He's going the other way. And and dude is, you know, I mean, he, he has a couple. Listen, Draymond fucked that shit up last night. But w- you can't hold that against Steph Curry. I'm not, I'm not saying that's why the number changed. But according to Fandle, there's one other guy that's in this race. The Joker, plus 440. Mm-hmm. I, do not, I do not think a big man, a center, will win MVP. It hasn't happened in 20 years, not since Shaquille O'Neal in 99, 2000. I just don't think Jokic or Embiid are going to be your MVP when it's all said and done. I think it's a two-man race, LeBron and Steph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but G, let me tell you, these are not your traditional centers, okay? True, true. These, these, the, the joke is, is somebody that the great Greg Popovich said is our Larry Bird of our generation. That, that, that says a lot, okay? So, Although he's labeled as a center, he don't really play like a center, right? Same with Joel and B. So the it's it's that generational talent that separates, and I get it, right? That's why I feel like they should rename the positions because it's no more of that center because these guys are not traditional centers. Just because they're seven foot and weighing two hundred seventy five, two hundred eighty pounds, don't make them centers. I'm watching them do one dribble pull ups, shooting tray balls, diamond doing all this Euro stepping down the lane, all this extra stuff. So, you know, it's just a big difference. And I feel like the the way that MB and Joker play, they could sustain this throughout the whole season. And so when it get down to the nitty gritty, it's going to come down to where is your team when it all, when it's all said and done, where right. does your team rank? And I think that's going to be the deciding factor of the MVP race. I'm not knocking you on Steph. Wait, the Warriors look and they don't like 
I yeah. think they're sitting at 12 and 12, right at 500. Like, they got to get it together. Better than the Mavs. And, and we and we oh, out here oh, still talking please. about Luka. Luka oh, plus sure. 750. No, yeah. sure. That's yeah. the rest of the world. Right. He's out of the conversation for me. Like, get, he's out. Uh, look, you can keep Kevin Durant in there, even Damon there, but Luka's out, dude. Plus yeah. 750 MVP, bye. Um, so, all right. I like that. I like that. Embiid is more of a traditional center than jo- than Jokic is, right? Would you would, is that fair yeah. and accurate? All right, yeah, absolutely. So I so maybe Jokic then has a better chance, but like you said, you got to be top of the conference, and you it's probably going to come down to Lakers and Philly being top of the East and the West respectively, or West and East right. respectively. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All Nets, right. The net the Nets saw a slam dunk tonight. Nets. All right. You got the Nets. Yeah. The, well, let's the- here. Let's recap. Let's just recap Philly sack because you you say Philly uh, five point favorites. I say sack five point dogs. Um, yo, the Kings have covered their last eight games though. They've won four in a row, I believe it is. Um, oh, and oh, they've won five times outright as underdogs. So that's why I'm going with them. I just I just like this one tonight. It's, it's gonna be fun. But I like I, who, I like I, when we disagree. I like yeah, when we I know that's that's part of it, and it's okay with it because we respect respectfully disagree and we see each other's point of views. Yep. All I know is is that when it's time for Philly to step up, they beat Boston twice, they beat the Nets, and they beat the Lakers. So every time, so they're not walking in the sack saying, "Oh, this is an easy dub." Doc Rivers is in there preaching saying this team playing well. Right. Yeah, they'll be prepared. All right. So you like the Nets tonight over the Pistons? Love, uh, love it. Love it, not like it. Love it. D Rose is gone right now. They they're doing a transition. Although Grant is playing well, you know you have the rookie from Washington, uh, uh, big swole uncle looking like he looked like the uncle from your barbecue. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I I love the Nets tonight. All right, yeah, I mean they're six and a half point favorites according to Fanduel, right. so you like that one, okay? Well, we've also got like what? Else, yeah, before we look ahead to tomorrow, and and we can just sort of play with some of those. Anything else you love tonight? Yo, I feel like the Warriors Spurs are always a one point spread. And yeah, tonight- it is because it, it it could go either way. Like it's Steve, it's Coach Pop coaching against one of his proteges that he raised, and Steve Kerr. So it's not go. You know, they pretty much both know each other. I don't think I don't think Warriors are going to lose. Um, they're one point favorites. I just they lost last night. That was a terrible way to end the game. Draymond knows it. Yeah. You got to get the ball in in Steph's hands or anyone besides Draymond, who is you know I I don't know the numbers. Probably their worst shooter. Uh, it's just a terrible way for that game to end and and tough for Steph. Kerr says he's not frustrated. I think they bounce back. I think they bounce back tonight. I agree. So so I see I see I see a few games that I like. College wise, um, okay. I like Duke tonight. Ah, Duke versus Notre Dame. Ah, hurts me to say it. Take him. You know hurts. how we feel about Duke, right? Yeah. I mean, ah, but I gotta. I can't bet with my. I can't go off for how I feel in my heart. I'm just like now. Duke is gonna spank Notre Dame. You're they not an. Doing, you're not an emotional like, better. You're you're a you're a cerebral no, better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then you have Auburn. At Vanderbilt, take Auburn. They Auburn. have a, 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 a point guard that's elite that's going to be top in the draft. Uh, he is just a young stud. And although Scottie Pippen Jr. is pretty good, but Auburn, like, they 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 have the culture, right? And his name is Cooper. Cooper is a flat-out stud. He can flat-out go. Um, and, and he's averaging 20 points a game, Sharif Cooper. 
and he could just go. He's a freshman, uh, and he's just he's just been here before. So that's my picks. That's what I like, and that's what I got to roll with. I love it. All right, so just re- yeah. So just recapping those real quick. We like Utah tonight on TNT uh, Tuesday night. Six point favorites according to Fanduel. Uh, Philly sack also tonight. League pass shout out. Philly's five point favorite at sack. You like Philly? I like sack on the upset. I think the Warriors. I think we agree. Warriors are going to get this one done tonight. You love the Nets. Take that six and a half point favorites over Detroit, and then College Duke and Auburn. Looking ahead to tomorrow night, you know, we don't have the line yet, but I just want to talk a little bit about Milwaukee Phoenix because I wanted to ask about Phoenix. They're they're playing a lot better now than they were, you know, like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago when I had this thought. Are Phoenix was everyone's surprise team coming into the year. Are they still your surprise team? Oh, oh Phoenix? Yeah. Surprised? Look, I picked them to finish top five in the West. I told everybody that they was going to be a damn threat in the Western Conference, told them. And last night showed it, okay? No Chris Paul, and they hung their hats on the defensive end. Yes, Book erupted and had a monster night offensively, but just watch how Mikael Bridges and all these young guys are buying in. Frank Kaminsky getting the job done, being a star in his role. DeAndre Ayton, what I told people he was going to be, a star in his role, a DeAndre Jordan, when Chris Paul had DeAndre Jordan playing at his all-time high. Look, I'm telling you, this Suns is gonna, this Sun team is gonna continue to get better and come to playoffs, watch the hell out. They are not a team that you just wanna see on that side of the board. Like yeah. they, they they're gonna get out the first round, and then the second round, they're a team that could push you to seven. So that's Wednesday on ESPN. So we don't know the line yet. Are, would you say that you think the Suns are going to be able to beat the Bucks Wednesday night? Would you take them? I mean, we don't know the line, but would you take them? I will say this. I will say this. I would. Okay. I would. I would. And the Bucks are playing well right now. Chris Middleton is playing outside his body, but it's something about that culture that's so consistent. Like, it's consistently there on the defensive end of the ball. Offensively, they're passing up good shots to get great shots. And I just see it. And I think this is like the tail end of of Milwaukee uh, West Coast trip, if I'm not mistaken, or going towards the tail end of it. And, like, playing at Phoenix, the way that Monty Williams got that culture set up, I would take it. It's not a slam dunk, but I would, I would, I think Phoenix will win. There's something about Milwaukee regular season that's tough to bet on. There's something about Giannis. I don't trust late in games, but you know who I do trust though, Chris Middleton. So it's Ooh. like it's hard to to know how to bet on Milwaukee. I'm with you. I don't. We don't know the line yet for Wednesday, but I think the Suns. It's probably they're probably going to be the dogs. I think Suns get the upset on Wednesday night on ESPN. All right, well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk a little LaMelo Ball, a little all-star shit. Be right back. One of the things I love about betting on basketball is I'm always finding new player props or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. It's called a same-game parlay bet, and you can only find them on FanDuel. With same-game parlay, you can bet on money line, point spread, First basket score, player points, player rebounds, player assists, player three-pointers, 
player steals, and player blocks. And right now, new and existing users can get up to $25 back each day if your parlay falls one leg short with same game parlay insurance. You heard that right, every day. Live betting, easy to place your bet fast during a game if you see a trend you like. Fast withdrawals, when you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. That's why I bet on FanDuel. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today to try a same game parlay and use promo code BETTINGACADEMY at sign up. That's promo code BETTINGACADEMY. Disclaimer, 21 and up and present Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, $25. Terms apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, that's in Tennessee. Or you can visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, y'all, we're back. It's the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. We made our picks. Perk made his picks. There's some good ones. We'll recap them for you in a minute. Oh, is LaMelo Ball an all-star? Like, forget the rookie of the year. He's so far and away a favorite to win that. Wiseman sidelined in the Bay. It's clear-cut. I don't even care about rookie of the Yo, is LaMelo Ball an all-star? I mean, we, we've, been, we've, been on, we've been on Better's Academy for weeks now, begging and pleading for the coach to finally put his pride aside to give this guy the keys to the bins. And you see what happened. He's a future superstar in the making and possibly could be the face of the league. I cannot wait for it to all the way open up so they could see how this guy fills up arenas. He's straight box office. Yep. He is box office. And then on top of that, forget the flashing passes and 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 and, and the, the the draining threes from 40 footers, you know, the 40 foot three pointers and you know the the all the highlights. Guess what? He plays winning basketball. Yeah. Playing in the Australia League, playing, turning pro early, did wonders for him. He's ready for this. He got the smile and everything. He bought Showtime to a country town of Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. And he's a Magic Johnson in the making. Yes, he's a baby Magic. Yeah, they they call him Airbnb out there. Ball to Bridges, Airbnb. I, I <laughs> Ain't love this it. Crazy? Ain't this crazy? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. My thing is this. I um tweeted something, you know, we we like to carry on. We like to talk about NBA Twitter. I tweeted something maybe last week or whatever. Um and I said LaMelo Ball is an all-star for sure to me. Tell me why not. And I took a lot of flack. I took a lot of flack though because I'll be honest, I'm a girl. Like if I'm a dude saying that, people don't say nothing. But like when a girl comes out and says something like crazy that like guys think is crazy, and you and I, by the way, don't think it's crazy. We think it's very much reasonable that LaMelo Ball should be an all-star. I took a lot of flack. Yo, where are those haters at now though? I don't hear them. They, you, you never, when you hate on someone's tweet, you never come back to it like a week and a half later with like an update and go, yo, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Like no one ever right. holds himself accountable on Twitter. They should. Yeah. And, they should. Yeah, and they absolutely should. And here's the problem that I have with Twitter is that 
everybody, instead of being their own person and saying what they feel, they just want to say what's right and what, what the crowd is doing. Yep. Don't be a follower, be a leader. Yeah. And if you see something, say it. If you happen to be wrong, then okay, you were wrong. But if you happen to be right, which nine times out of ten, that's what ended up happening. Because it wasn't outrageous for you to say that. Like, LaMelo Ball could be an all-star. Like, yeah. yes. And yeah. don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if we look down the line when it get closer to the all-star game and he's one of the league leaders, it's all-star starters. I would not be surprised one bit. Hey, Andrew Wiggins is getting all-star votes. Zion Williamson, no disrespect. I know he puts up numbers. He's getting all-star votes. Clay fucking Thompson, my guy, I love him to death, is getting all-star votes. There's no reason LaMelo Ball cannot be an all-star because that is some bullshit that's happening. And I hate when that shit happens. Like, you fans are stupid. And that's why, right now, that's probably why LaMelo's not on the all-star roster. But, like, fans are dumb. Clay Thompson's not playing all year. Come on, man. Zion Williamson, the Pelicans ain't winning enough games. You know he's not an all-star. And Andrew Wiggins, while he's having a really uh, good... solid year you're only gonna you're only gonna get one all-star off the wares and that's steph curry so come on guys be smart let's go ah yeah i hate it i hate it you know listen another guy we like a lot is emmanuel quickly because we like to talk knicks but we like julius randall as an all-star right and we like De'Aaron fox we like De'Aaron fox and he's the reason why i picked him over philly today De'Aaron fox no one's giving him his love he he could be an all-star too he will be an all-star it's it's, it, it i mean like you, you cannot leave him off the list. Not the numbers that he's putting up and is carrying over the wins. One thing you have to realize is this. He might not be an all-star starter. Right. But the coaches, okay, the coaches vote for the reserves. So now we're leaving it in great hands. You see what I'm saying? Because they look at individual production and team success. So not only is Fox putting up individual numbers, but he's also dominating and, and is carrying over the win. So I feel comfortable about him getting in. If the Knicks are in that eight to seven spot, they have to get one in. And I feel comfortable that Julius Randle will be that guy. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox and Julius Randle are like my, la- my last two ins. But as Rachel Nichols always says, if you, if you want to put someone in who you taking off. So like for me, if I want to put LaMelo ball in, who am I taking off in the East? I mean, depending on where the Knicks finish, it could be Julius Randle. It, it just could be. Like, the, the Hornets, just the way the way that LaMelo Ball is playing, like, if I, in the East, if I had to take one person, you know what? It could be Sabonis. It, there's, something about oh. the pa- there's something about the Pacers that just don't do it for me. And by the way, Malcolm Brogdon arguably, you know, could be taking some of those all-star votes from his from his guy. No? No, no G, not, right. not, 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 not 20... 13 and, and seven. That's what he's averaging right now. Yo, let me tell you this. In the West, I'm taking Luca off in favor of De'Aaron Fox. That's what I'm doing. I, and I guess what? You have no argument out of me. I'm not fooled by that with Luca. Like, I don't care how much Mark Cuban cuss out Zach Lowe. I don't give a damn about none of that because Zach Lowe wasn't lying. Like Luca is becoming a wine, uh, like a, a winder. Like he's he's always crying to the refs. Like no, like it's part of it, man. It's part of it. So I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Like I'm with you. And so only thing I think I disagree with you on today, and and I'm gonna just let you know about it later on is the Celtics in I uh, no not the Celtics in Utah. Uh, 
the 76ers and, 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 and the King. Yeah, I, I'll be letting you know later on tonight. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, you don't let me know. It's gonna be either way. So okay, cool. I'm looking forward to that text. We this should be our fourth. This should be our third bet. I mean, well, we kind of have the Kevin Durant bet out there. That's our third. This could be our fourth one in our ten pack. So you, you have. You know what? Hold yeah. on. You know what? Let me say this: the KD bet right should be at a hall because he's dealing with COVID issues. All right, uh, that's fair. All right, so I, I should get a little extended period of time because I don't know when he's gonna return. Right. And then on top of that, not only do I, I, I not know when he's going to return, when he do return, he's still KD, but it's going to take him a few games to get it back. But then let's extend that one to April 1. We'll get through All-Star. We got April, April 1. You say Kevin Durant will, will put up a 50-point game. I say he will not. Not because he can't. He can't every night. It's just J- Kyrie's taking taking money out of his pocket. That's, that's what I think. Mm. You know, James Harden actually will let him live, but I think Kyrie is is got to be the man out there in Brooklyn. So I just think that's gonna, you know, Kevin will get 36, 37, but I just don't see him getting 50. Um, personally, that's what I think. Here's what I think about Luca. And I think Luca, what is he? What did I just say he was? I think he's still plus 750 to win MVP. Yeah. Same odds as your boy Kevin Durant, which is crazy to win MVP. Luca to me is gonna become like since we're on the heels of the Super Bowl, like a Peyton Manning or even like a Philip Rivers type of guy in the NBA. You put up the big, big numbers in the regular season. You, for the most part, that translates to wins. I mean, like you said, football, you can't compare. They play 16 games in the NBA 72. So it's a little different. Or like Philip Rivers, especially in fantasy, you could draft Philip Rivers, like you could get him off waiver wires. You don't even have to draft him and he could be your starting QB one and mm-hmm. put up, 30 points a game in fantasy for you, but not win a playoff game. You know, Peyton Manning, all those years of winning all these regular season games, winning all these awards, putting up all these numbers, only two Super Bowls to show for it versus Tom Brady with seven. So like, that's the the standard that we are comparing him to. And by the way, Luca is going to be compared to LeBron James or, or, or Steph Curry. I mean, that's just the era he plays in. So for me, I hope Luca doesn't become the Peyton Manning slash Phillip Rivers of the NBA. Like if you're going to do all these things in the regular season, translate to wins and then also win in the postseason. Yeah. And, and start working on your body. Start working on your body. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if, and Peyton Manning and Philip Rivers definitely did that at some point in their career. So did Tom Brady. You saw that right. Tom Brady, Michigan, uh, the picture of his body when he That's first started. Like, like if, if you want to, if you want to get to that greatness, start working on your body. Go plant based. Gets get you some yeah. Beyond Meat. Get you some Beyond Meat or something like that. Very good. All right. Well, we were talking about the Knicks earlier, and and in our discussion about the Nets Pistons, Derrick Rose is gone. He's a Nick now. What do you think? I, you know what? I didn't like it at first because I felt like at this point in his career, D. Rose needed to be on the contender. Like I felt like he needed to be competing for a championship. But actually, after watching his IG posts and seeing his IG posts, I had a whole nother respect for him. And I respected where he was coming from. He yeah. said, if I ever had a chance, basically, to play for the Mecca again, go and do it. And, you know, you can't. From whatever my personal reasons are why I want this man to go do something, I'm not D. Rose. So his personal basketball agendas may be way different. This is him. Like the way he view basketball or what he want out of basketball might be what D. Rose want. You know, that might not be winning the championships. He might want his legacy to define something else, you know, right. to be defined in other areas. So I can't knock it. 
I'm glad it's gonna shut a lot of haters up because people saw my tears was Randy Rose into the ground, but guess what? They reunited, so it wasn't that bad of a relationship. So shout out to D Rose, shout out to Tilt, shout out to Leon Rose, Worldwide West for even getting D Rose and adding him to this roster with RJ Barrett, with uh Julius Randle. And and look. And quickly. And quickly. And shout out real quick. Shout out to Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. for being a true professional, not ruffling any feathers, not pouting, not saying nothing crazy in the media. And shout out to Troy Weaver, who is going to give Dennis Smith Jr. an opportunity, right? And, and when I say that is, Troy Weaver loves going with guys who's been counted out. Like, look at a guy like Josh Jackson, who has been balling this year. He loves taking him and break these guys and letting them prove themselves and shock the world again. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for Derrick Rose. And as it stands now for sixth man, which we're assuming he'll come off the bench, um, he's at plus 4,900. So a major, major long shot to win sixth man. I think if he goes to the Clippers, he's got better odds to, to win sixth right. man, assuming he's coming off that bench. And like you said, in contention to win a title. But you know what Derrick Rose going to the Knicks is going to do? Probably probably make Julius Randle an all-star. And I wish we could bet on that. I wish we could. Yeah, that's crucial. That's Cause, crucial. Because if he can if he can go in there and 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 also make Emmanuel quickly a better player, look, he he could help Emmanuel quickly win rookie of the year. I mean, I still think it's a runaway what minus one sixty five Lamelo. Yeah, but, so. but quickly is in the conversation for sure. And New York's Absolutely. back. New York's back I, in this conversation. Yeah, what do we have? Oh yeah, Lamelo. Oh, Lamelo minus two eighty. Damn, like it just—it's just not even. It's—it's it's a lock. Emmanuel is quickly plus sixteen hundred. Yeah, Emmanuel quickly's plus yeah. sixteen hundred rookie of the year. Easy work for Lamelo Ball. But we'll see what happens now that Derrick Rose is in New York for both of those guys, Julius and Emmanuel. Quickly, see what they can do. All star and rookie of the year, um, respectively. I love it. I'm happy for D Rose. Go back to New York and ball out. Back with Tibbs. I don't You're care. In the playoffs, we'll love to see D Rose in the playoffs. We know what he does when the when the lights shine bright. He's going to perform at a high level. The Mecca give New York basketball something else to be proud of. They're already moving in the right direction. And now people are actually going to be tuning in to watch them play. Yeah, he's he's Tony Yayo. He's Tony Yayo in New York. If it's Knicks Nets in the first round, that'll be crazy. I, I don't think the Knicks yeah. can beat the Nets. But if it's Knicks Bucks. I, I want to see what the I want to I want to look at those numbers and I might have to put some money on the Knicks. I, I, I love them. to see the Knicks Nets in the first round. D Rose and Kyrie going at it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. I just don't think they can upset them, but yeah, I do think right. they can upset the Bucks in the first round if it's yeah. Knicks Bucks. I'd be fun. All right, before we get out of here, um, just want to shout out. You've been watching any uh, women's hoops, women's college hoops, Perk? I, I haven't, not yet. I'm about to get back into the floor of things. Yeah, I've been keeping up. I've been keeping up with co men's college basketball. It's yeah. kind of hard, man. you know. It's kind of hard keeping up with the NBA men's college basketball. So I'm about to get back. But I heard right now, if I'm not mistaken, South Carolina is making a lot of noise. Well, coached by the legend Don Staley, South Carolina was the one seed. Lost last night to UConn, the number two mm -hmm. seed, and our boy Gino. And the reason for that. Paige Beckers. They've already nicknamed her Paige Buckets. A lot of people think her name is Bukers because of the way it's spelled. It's Paige Beckers. Yo, three games in a row, 30 point plus. 
she goes to UConn, right? So Maya Moore went to UConn, Sue Bird went to UConn, Diana Taurasi went to UConn, Swin Cash, Brianna Stewart, blah, 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 on and on and on. Nafisa Collier, none of those players had three games in a row, 30 point plus. Paige Beckers as a freshman just did it. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm, I'm, exci- I'm excited for you to start watching women's ball and, and hopefully we can get some, some bets up on women's college basketball because, yeah, South Carolina, UConn was a, was a slugfest last night and I'm happy to see yeah. stuff like that. No, I'm on. I'm on. All right. Well, psh, I don't know. Let's get out of here on this. The Heat and the Mavericks will miss the playoffs. Oh, the Heat are not missing the playoffs. Okay. I, I feel like the Heat have enough to go on a nine, 10 game winning streak and get right back in the thick of things. Okay. The Mavs, on the other hand, I just don't see them having them being able to run off nine. I don't see them being able to run off five games in a row. Not in the West. The Heat, they have enough to run off five games in a row. Matter of fact, I think they're on the two-game winning streak right now. Maybe two, three. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah, and while you look at that, let me see here. The Miami Heat, man, plus 1,200 to win the East. That That's not as bad of odds as I would have thought. Got to be honest. Yeah, the Miami Heat on a, a, a two-game win streak. So I'm looking at it like they they got the Knicks tonight at home, which could make three, you know. So I'm looking at it. They can run off some games and get back. They're only, they only five games below 500. So, yeah, and they haven't yeah. really played well yet, like, like they all together. They haven't even had their full roster. So, I, 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 yeah, Heat make it, Dallas miss it. I think we float, yeah. Kirk, you're always right, by the way. Heat plus 1,200 to, to, to win the East. Okay, so like assuming they're going to make the playoffs. Yo, yo, in the West, Dallas Mavericks two time, plus 2,400 to win the West. So like there's a there's a better chance Dallas misses the playoffs than the Heat, which is what you just uh, said. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. And by the way, since you, br- since you brought it up for tonight, let's go ahead and look at that game. Knicks Heat, according to FanDuel, Miami's a six-point favorite and you like them. No, I don't like them as a favorite. Uh, they're going to win the game, but I don't I don't see them beating the Knicks by that, no. Okay, so Knicks are going to cover. We think the Heat will take it. And a recap. I, that, that's that's just a game I will stay away from. Oh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, like like just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. I think the Heat's win, but I, I, like, I think it could be a slugfest. Yeah. Like that game could literally come down to a game one. And this one's funny, the Knicks and the Heat, because when we talk about going to Miami, we talk about South Beach being undefeated. Well, and f- right? I love when you say that, Perk. And Florida's kind of open up now. We saw the, the super spreader, a.k.a. Super Bowl in Tampa this weekend. So we know that Florida's opened up. The Knicks could get a little distracted down in Miami, down in South Beach. Nah, not going to happen. Not with Tiz. Not huh? they, can't, they can't leave that hotel room. COVID protocol. Yeah. That, so- change, that changes everything. Yeah, it changes your mindset, everything. So they're locked in. They're going to be ready to hoop. Basketball is the only thing on their mind. I have a question for you because Miami's a dope city. Like you said, smoke a Cuban, beautiful women, strip clubs, the humidity. New York is a dope-ass city too. A bright, bright light, big city, concrete jungle. There's all kinds of shit to get into. How come when teams go to New York, they don't have the same distractions as when teams go to Miami? It's snowing outside and it's cold. Nobody want to bundle up and go outside. Man, we need to call Jerry Ferreira and get some recommendations for what to do in New York City when when it's snowing like this. 
I'm just saying, you yeah. know, you yeah. know, you land in South Beach, it's hot. You you didn't took off your shirt as soon as you got off the plane and stuff like that. Like it's it's a different vibe. Just the sun beaming and it's just like, whoo, yeah, feel the breeze. You can't go in New York. You look in New York, you bundled up like nah. Well, the problem is the Knicks never get to play in warm weather because they're always out of the play. You know, they don't make the playoffs, so they're not even playing in the spring slash summer with our late start this year. So, hey, we- hey if the Knicks make it, we could have some distractions in New York City this yeah, year. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. So, recap real quick. Tonight on TNT, Fandle has Utah six-point favorites. You like Utah. Yeah. Um, you like Philly tonight. League pass. They're five-point favorites at SAC. I like Sack. Just just yeah. put that out there. Um, and then Golden State Warriors, we think they bounce back tonight against the Spurs. They're one-point favorites. Mm-hmm. Nets, six-and-a-half point. Oh, no. Nets are now seven-point favorites, according to Fandle, over yep. the Pistons. You still take say em. take it? All right. Yep. Okay. And then college hoops, Duke and Auburn. Yep. Right? All right. Oh, Well, we did it. We did it, Perk. Yo, you guys can check us out uh, on Spotify under the Money Grab banner. We are the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. That's Big Perk. I'm G. We'll be back with you later on this week, man. Hey, Super Super Bowl LV. Tom Brady got seven of them. (laughs) All right, man. We'll talk soon, Perk. All right. Bye.